0: Oh my god, hi. This is Devin from Disney Adult, a podcast brought to you by the Trident Network. On Disney Adult, we bring together Chicago comedians to watch and discuss Disney movies from the perspective of adults. In these movies, there are things we love, things we hate, things that maybe haven't aged so well, and things that are timeless. Uh, The Trident Network's wonderful podcasts, including Disney Adult, can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe today.
1: Hello, welcome back to the Tournament Podcast. I'm Nia Demilio. He's Trent Dozier. And today, after much anticipation, <laughs> we have two of the most special guests we've ever had on the podcast from Florida, Jason and Allison Kuhn. Hello, wow. guys. Hey!
2: <laughs> Honestly, I think Nia is the protagonist and we are the villains in her life. So this <laughs> this episode makes sense for us to join.
3: And we're well, the- just your run of the mill spooky siblings, and oh. we're just like all of you.
1: <laughs> oh my God, we've, I've, uh, I've known the Coon family longer than I've known any any other family <laughs> in my in my life. <laughs> they are my oldest friends in the whole wide world. Uh, we're really really excited for them to be here. So as we said on uh, last week's podcast. We will be covering Disney villains and um, we are going to we are going to get right into it because there are four of us here. We have a lot to cover, including like the eight million villains that got cut. So yeah. let's let's just jump right into it. Are, are you guys excited? Are we, are we ready to Lego.
3: go?
0: We are pumped. Okay so for the first question then would be not necessarily what is your relationship to Disney because it, whatever we know you both love Disney but why in the end did you determine that villains was the Disney tournament that you two wanted to be a part of
2: I don't know I think I think that Nia said it best on our introduction last week. I was mildly offended by this characterization, <laughs> but we were we were described as a little bit evil, a little bit freaky, a little bit sus. So I think all these characteristics we truly try to embody in our day-to-day lives. So it made sense for us to be villain people.
3: Yeah, and Disney is obviously awesome at making movies. And yes. you can't have a good movie without a good villain. Oh, and we wouldn't preach. have our heroes. So, that's yeah. what I feel. Is very true. Tell that to
1: Encanto. That's great.
0: Well, we'll <laughs> move on. Uh, okay, before we um, reveal which villains are officially <laughs> in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nia, do you wanna tell us how you did this?
1: Yes, so um, as we just alluded to, Jason and Allison wanted to do something involving Disney. We ended up landing on villains. And then we had just like a two line back and forth about whether or not they should make the bracket or I should. They gave me um, full right to do it. Thank you guys so much. Um, I I consulted more lists than I've ever consulted before. For a
0: tournament 15 to be exact
1: i consulted 15 lists for this turn this tournament um now i will say that the one like little caveat going into this is that before we started trent and i had a conversation about including pixar or whether or not to include pixar um in the tournament and as i was doing i said let me do the research and see what comes out of the research and I, I think more often than not on these lists, Pixar villains were counted. So I thought that it was only right to include them in this tournament. They didn't all make it, but yeah. some did. Yes. So Pixar is also included in this tournament. Um. So yeah, that's just the caveat going in in case you're like mad about it, whatever, be mad about it.
0: It's your classic tourney pod ranking system.
1: Classic methodology over here.
0: Um. Okay, Nia. We trust. Allu-
2: we really trust your advanced mathematics.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Jason. These, <laughs> these two people are literally science people. Jason and Allison are both scientists. So yeah, this is um, a podcast of
0: science, I, I think.
1: <laughs> they're better than me at this stuff, <laughs> for sure.
0: Uh, okay, as I, Nia use, Alu- my, I too- use my oh, mechanical
2: sorry. engineering degree for this.
0: uh okay uh as nia alluded to there were many villains who got cut um and this is the list of cut villains in order from uh bottom up so technically from the 59 seed onward they are tamatoa from moana (laughs) Commander Lyle Tiberius Rourke from Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Chick Hicks from Cars. Amos Slade from The Fox and the Hound. Gontu from Lilo and Stitch. Bruce from Finding Nemo. Captain Phobos from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Is that... um... Yes. Confirmed. Confirmed. Confirmed, great. Stinky Pete from Toy Story 2. Lucifer from Cinderella. Ka from The Jungle Book mordu from brave water noose from monsters inc sheriff of nottingham from robin hood pete from general mickey mouse cartoons <laughs> Stromboli from pinocchio mcleach from the rescuers down under oogie boogie from the nightmare before christmas the headless horseman from the legend of sleepy hollow charles f Muntz from up robert calligan from big hero six Zerg from Toy Story 2, The Coachman from Pinocchio, Bill Sykes from Oliver and Company, Ernesto de la Cruz from Coco, Gabby from Toy Story 4, uh, Screenslaver from Incredibles 2, Don Bellwether from Zootopia, Madame Mim from The Sword in the Stone, Clayton from Tarzan, The Horned King from The Black Cauldron, Madame Medusa from The Rescuers, Man from Bambi, Hopper from A Bug's Life, Chernabog from Fantasia, and finally, just missing the cut, syndrome from the incredibles now obviously we won't talk about all of them but i know there are some specific there's some i
1: know that we need to talk about first i think i'd like to go to man from bambi because uh (laughs) those listening can't see their reactions but they both laughed really hard when we read (laughs) man from bambi so what are your thoughts on man from bambi
3: i mean he's the worst But wait, since I have this moment, I would like to say we forgot grandma from Encanto. So that's all I'm going to say. She did not yeah.
0: make any
1: of the lists. I think that's probably a recency thing.
0: She's not much of a villain either. She's just like um, a rude old lady.
1: <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I think I said this on the last podcast. You are the biggest Nightmare Before Christmas fans I know
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, and Oogie Boogie was only on one list of the 15 that I consulted what are your thoughts on that?
2: oh I got lots of thoughts here (laughs) (laughs) I think the best way that I can describe this situation I think Trent will respect this as a fan of tournaments and college basketball but if you look at if you look down this list and you consider each of these villains in their movies. They're all similar to what you would call a bubble team. So a bubble team is one that has a so-and-so record in college basketball. They may mm-hmm. or may not make the tournament just because they're pretty average. But Ogie Boogie is not a bubble team. Mm-hmm. Ogie Boogie is a deserving number one seed who was just disqualified from the tournament for academic violations at his school. <laughs> that is the only reason why he didn't make it. He brings everything to the table. He has an incredible song in the movie. Obviously, the beautiful stop motion animation design of his character, all, everything of that nature. But yeah. it's, I'm a little disappointed at these lists for not including him.
0: Well, but. He, here's, here's what I think happened is that technically, Not everybody, Nia and I had a long conversation about this movie specifically because technically people don't think of it as a Disney animation movie because it wasn't distributed by Disney Animation Studios. It was done by Disney Animation, but it was distributed by, who was it, Touchstone? It was
1: Touchstone, which is a branch of Disney. But but all
0: the other movies on the list are either Pixar or Disney Animation specifically. it, It essentially has the same problem that Pixar does.
3: Mm -hmm. What I would like to add is I think every single character in Nightmare Before Christmas is a villain in some way, and we all should respect that, but good commentary, Jason.
0: Nia, if you could uh, sub up uh, your thoughts on Water Noose not making the list in maybe <laughs> one sentence.
1: Okay, so there's a there's actually a couple people. So I'm gonna take more than one sentence. I'm sorry. Um, there there are a couple of movies in this list that Trent just read that do mm-hmm. appear in our actual bracket, which begs the question like who is the villain of what movie? Now, for me, um, if you listen to our Disney Adult episode about Monsters Inc., you know that. Waternoose is, I think, is absolutely the villain of uh, Monsters, Inc., and that Randall is just his pawn. Yeah. Waternoose, of course, with the line, I'll kidnap a thousand children before I let this company die. One of my favorite (laughs) movie lines of
2: all time. Iconic.
1: Um, But like, Ka is on this list, and then also like, Bruce from Finding Nemo, like, is he a villain? I don't know. I think I think maybe in Finding Nemo, man might might be the villain again, <laughs> yeah. just like it is in Bambi. So like, you know, I'm not making the rules. I'm just asking the people what they think.
2: I think the one last comment I'll make on this list, um, and this probably, he probably suffered from like the, the Pixar situation of a little confusion on whether or not that would be included with Disney villains, but Zerg, and I think one of the most iconic quotes in the Pixar franchise and the Toy Story franchise is when Buzz is in like a death sequence with Zurg and he's like, you killed my father. And then Zurg responds and says, no, Buzz, I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just, it's the perfect O to Star Wars and oh. cross universe connection. So I love that.
1: Yeah, it's so weird. All right, are we ready to get to the real bracket? Stop talking about these rejects
0: oh we've been ready (laughs) okay this is a 24 seed tournament 24 seeds uh, which means there's going to be a playing round of course so really the top 8 seeds are the ones who are officially in the tournament and then these other 16 villains fighting for their right to party (laughs) here we go they are as follows the 24 seed from Robin Hood it's Prince John The 23 seed from Frozen, Hans. The 22 seed from Alice in Wonderland, the Queen of Hearts. The 21 seed uh, from Pocahontas, Governor Ratcliffe. Is that right? The 21 seed? Yeah. The 20 seed from Monsters, Inc., Randall Boggs. The 19 seed from Toy Story. And uh, technically all of them, but in Toy Story 1, he's the main villain. Sid. (laughs) Uh, The 18 seed from Mulan, Sean Yu. The 17th seed from Toy Story 3, Lotso Huggin' Bear. The 16th seed from The Great Mouse Detective, Professor Radigan. The 15th seed from Tangled, Tangled, Mother Gothel. The 14th seed from The Jungle Book, Shere Khan. The 13th seed from Cinderella, Lady Tremaine, aka the evil stepmother. The 12th seed from The Emperor's New Groove, Yzma. The 11 seed from The Princess and the Frog, Dr. Facilier. The 10 seed from Peter Pan, Captain Hook. The 9 seed from The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Claude Frollo. And then the top eight the 8 seed from Hercules, Hades. The 7 seed from Snow White, The Evil Queen. The 6 seed from Beauty and the Beast, Gaston. The five seed from Sleeping Beauty, Maleficent. The four seed from 101 Dalmatians, Cruella Deville. The three seed from Aladdin, Jafar. The two seed from the Little Mermaid, Ursula. And the number one seed from the Lion King, Scar. Hell yes. World's best uncle.
2: <laughs> uncle uh, of the year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, okay. We will start in the upper left-hand side of the bracket. The matchups are as follows. The one-seed Scar will face the winner of the 16-seed Professor Radigan versus the 17-seed Lotso Huggin' Bear. And the eight-seeded Hades will take on the winner of the nine-seeded Claude Frollo versus the 24-seeded Prince John, we start in the play we start with Professor Radigan versus Lotso Hug and Bear, perhaps the two villains that Nia has respectively the least and the most to say about.
1: <laughs> so, okay, well, what I'll say about Professor Radigan first is that he appeared on a lot of lists, yeah. that's why he's so high, yep. and what, what the people said most, like if it was a list with a blurb about each villain, is like everyone was like, Even if you haven't seen this movie, trust that this guy is the most evil villain. Like people are like, I know you haven't seen this, but like he's the worst. So that's what kept coming up for Professor Radigan.
2: um, No, I definitely second that. I unfortunately, slash unfortunately, had the experience of rewatching a lot of these films due to having COVID a couple weeks ago. So in this COVID rewatch era, (laughs) I had the chance to go through Great Mouse Detective again and. Rattigan's interesting because his his character arc is kind of based on the fact that he has self-hate for being a rat and not a mouse. Mm. So he kind of tries to justify his behavior and taking over all of mouse and declaring himself to be a mouse um, as his reasoning for killing a lot of people. So it's it's an interesting backstory, but as Nia kind of alluded to, I have a feeling that less than five percent of all attorneys at pod have even seen this movie (laughs) so (laughs) i don't know what his chances are in this matchup
1: yeah allison thoughts on radigan or should we move on
3: oh we can move on i don't be scary (laughs) but yeah pass
0: yeah it's also (laughs) tough when uh toy story 3 is like one of the most lauded movies too so yeah. Lotso obviously a huge part of that
1: yes Neil, yep. would you
0: like to talk about Lotso at this time yeah
1: I'll kick off the Lotso discussion so uh, maybe these two people guesting today know more more than anybody how much I love Lotso Hug and Bear um I used to collect Lotso's when I was in high school not so seriously but I had like Seven lots of things um, that I had collected, and people used to buy lotsos for me as gifts. Um, so, <laughs> so I just think like I maintain that Lotso Hug and Bear is a misunderstood villain. He was mistreated, or he like didn't get the therapy he needed after he felt abandoned. He tried
0: to kill the whole gang, right? Okay. Okay, just checking. This
1: is. I just think. I think he's. I think he's misunderstood, but also <laughs> I think it's so like introducing a villain as like a nice person yeah. is really, I don't know. I feel like it's novel Like, because I feel like that's how evil people are in real life. You know, like anybody you meet, you're not like instantly like they're evil, like they show you they're evil later. later. Yeah. So I just think, I don't know. I think Lotso is such a good villain.
3: And that's he has point. reason to be upset, so like, Daisy just left him, and he shows up, and there's, like, a new, fluffy, clean one, and he went through all that stuff to find her. Like, he has a right to be mad.
0: Mm. I agree. <laughs> well, I think we all agree that he'll beat Professor Radigan. But yeah, I think so, for do sure. Do any of us think Lotso has a chance against uh, a literal Scar. lion?
1: I think he'll get <laughs> votes, but I don't think he'll beat Scar. Nah.
2: Jason? Yeah, I mean, I think just the entire Lion King franchise and a lot of people growing up with that as kind of their childhood movie and Scar being very connected to like villains in their childhood will probably carry him through this matchup. But I think it'll be close. I think it'll be fairly close in the voting.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I like that.
1: Okay,
0: we'll circle back to Scar. Uh, but first, we'll talk about the nine seated Claude Frollo versus the 24 seated Prince John. Two representatives from two movies that I have not seen in a long time.
1: <laughs> yeah, do you guys want to kick off the conversation? I know you both just watched, or Alice, and you watched Hunchback recently for this tournament.
3: Yes, and I love Hunchback of Notre Dame growing up. I love Esmeralda, mm. and he sucks because he blamed his temptation on her, even though she was just doing her thing as a gypsy. Classic white and man. The corruption we don't really need to get into, but he's pretty corrupt. And he burned down like a random family's house and yeah, but he gets what he deserves at the end. So Mm -hmm. I think he's a pretty strong villain.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Me and Allison had a conversation about this movie too and we, we feel that another key villain in this movie was the priest because the priest inside of this church literally watched Esmeralda almost get burnt at a stake. So he could have stepped in and done some actions there and helped out with the situation. But that was,
0: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, priests are known for keeping their mouths shut when they see something bad.
1: Okay, um, I think <laughs> I think if, uh, you know, this is gonna be, like all of our tournaments is like a popularity contest. I think we definitely have the 90s kid vote locked down. So yeah. I'm inclined to say that Frollo will beat Prince John. Yeah, And then also just about villains in general, Prince John is like a big baby. That's his whole thing yeah. is that he's like an idiot. And Frollo is like calculating. Yeah. Like he's truly evil, you know? I know
0: they're all literally cartoons, but I was going to say Prince John is very much like a cartoonish villain.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. A big baby. A great yeah. way to put it.
1: He's dumb. Um, Frollo's better.
0: Okay. So we all think Frollo yeah. will beat Prince John?
1: Yes. I do. Okay.
0: Okay. Agree. Frollo, Frollo versus Hades
1: that's a tough one. I think Hades will probably win this because he has, he's very funny while also being like the Prince of hell. Yeah. Um, and I think that Hercules is more beloved than Hunchback. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah. I mean, go ahead, Allison.
3: Yeah. I think Hades like just, the fact that he was dealt an unfair hand and getting the underworld when Zeus, the brother, got the sky and all everything great—it's um, just very relatable to not getting what you want. And he's very pouty and funny about it, so I think a lot of people like him.
2: Mm-hmm. I think I'll add to that in saying that Hades is probably one of Disney's first attempts at a, a coded gay character, mm-hmm. and it's, it's kind of it's kind of funny to see the whole hyper masculine greek god like narrative be kind of toppled with his flamboyant energy and just being absolutely hilarious so i think i think a lot of people resonate with that so i i'll definitely win this matchup
0: okay that gives us the eight seeded hades versus the one seed scar my two favorite disney movies are the lion (laughs) king and uh hercules So... so so who do you think uh, you know it's tough because <clears throat> they both have like um great secondary help the hyenas for Scar and mm-hmm. pain and panic of course for Hades mm-hmm. um not that that is necessarily factored in but I Nia and I were talking you know earlier in the week and I we were talking about what we thought might happen and I think you know we say this every week but I, it feels like to me uh, for this tournament specifically more than almost any other tournament this is going to be so highly like hyper-focused to what best does mean to you in this case like are you looking best meaning like the worst like oh I love Claude Frollo as a villain because he burned down someone's house or whatever or you know I love Hades because he's you know goofier person yeah say. and
1: like he's my favorite
0: um Scar I- executed a murder and Hades couldn't do it so I think Scar's the better <laughs> <villain>. <laughs>
1: That's fair. I, I think that um, I think I would like I would personally vote for Hades because I think he's got a lot more going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like Scar to me, like this is perhaps a, an unpopular 90s kid opinion, but like the Lion King isn't one of my favorite movies. Like I, I like the I like a lot of the princess movies a lot more. That includes Aladdin. Um, And so I, I didn't watched the Lion King a lot like as much as those movies I guess so I like for me it's Hades um but I do think that scar will probably win the region
0: okay Allison
3: yeah I agree that Lion King is probably the most popular Disney movie of anyone I talk to whenever mm. people know I love Disney so yeah Lion King is gonna win this
0: wow one
3: this just, just this lineup
0: Jason?
2: <laughs> see i i ponder if a lot of people are going to put value in their decisions into song association and mm. i think that be prepared is a very yes. iconic villain song in yes. all disney villain franchise so i think his song association with that particular song is going to be something that pulls him through this matchup
0: yeah wow that's so, so true. we're all picking scar to win the region yeah and uh we all agreed on everything in that first region. Yeah. Also, I'm going to call this region because Scar's the top seed, Pride Rock.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: The Pride Rock. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs>
0: Amen. We are in agreement. We are predicting the winner of the Pride Rock region, the upper left-hand side of the bracket to be the number 1 seeded Scar. Mm-hmm. We move down Not to the sunny lo-
3: side. <laughs> yeah. It would have been sunny side daycare of lotso. Sorry, Nia. <laughs>
0: I know. R.I.P. Lots of. We move to the (laughs) lower left-hand side of the bracket. The matchups are as follows. The 13-seed Lady Tremaine will face the 20-seed Randall Boggs with the winner of that matchup taking on the four-seeded Cruella DeVille and the five-seeded Maleficent will face the winner of the 12-seeded Yzma and the 21-seeded Governor Ratcliffe. Mm -hmm. We start with Lady Tremaine versus old Randy Boggs, baby.
1: <laughs> this is hot. This is very tough for me.
0: Th- this is. I could see this going either way.
1: I Cinderella is my favorite princess movie. I put it on to go to sleep. Like I watch it a lot, um, and I think that Lady Tremaine is such a bee. <laughs> she like, and she like, she like knows, and that's. I don't know. I think that makes her a really good villain. And like I said, like Randall Waternoose is the real mastermind at mm. Monsters Incorporated and Randall's just a pawn. Um, I, I That being said, I think that Randall probably has more name value than Lady Tremaine. Um, I think Lady Tremaine should win. I think she's a better villain, but I do think that Randall will win.
0: You're predicting a Randall victory? Yeah. Against your will? Yes, I'm predicting a Randall yeah. victory in in, in in lockstep with my will. <laughs> I want it. Jason, see, what do you think? I'm, oh, Allison, go see,
2: ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Allison.
3: So my definition of a villain is either you impress me or you make me so annoyed and mad that I'm questioning, like, oh, this is a cartoon. Oh. So Lady Tremaine, like, she has no reason. Like, go get a life and find something better to do. But Randall Boggs, like, he was kind of, um, he tried really hard in Monsters University and that whole backstory about him being friends with Mike and then the scare games and all that. He has reason to have that anger in him. So I think he's a quality villain.
0: Wow. Wow. Jason, you going to make it four for four?
2: (sighs) I'm actually gonna make it three for four. I'm sorry.
0: No, good. Think, no. We, need, we need some difference finally.
2: I just think that the whole evil stepmom energy. I mean, the best way I can describe Lady Tremaine is she's like a wasp mom. She she she's that mom who who tells everyone their kid is the smartest, most athletic superstar to ever ever exist and that every other kid sucks. So I think a lot of people can identify with knowing a mom like that growing up. So yeah. I think I think she'll win this matchup.
1: I love that. Yes. Yeah. I love I do, that.
0: I really do think it'll be, it, it'll really come down to like, if people are voting, like I feel like people could have um, loyalty to the princess movie villains because mm-hmm. like you, you you lean more princess movie,
3: mm-hmm.
0: whereas some people might have more allegiance to like, I Randall is goofier to me than Lady Tremaine, so I'm like, yeah, well, let's mm-hmm. go with Randall. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Uh, okay, so the three of us being me, Nia, and Allison. Uh, we all think it will be Randall Boggs versus Cruella DeVille. Uh, Jason has Lady Tremaine versus Cruella DeVille. Nia, what are your thoughts on Cruella DeVille?
1: I don't know, especially in light of like the Emma Stone movie, you know, that just, that just came out. So I feel like she could be top of mind for people. Um, she's definitely evil. Like she's horrible and like entitled and um you know all that and I think that she has you know a very for, to me at least a very iconic theme song like mm-hmm. I think that's very iconic <laughs> um, I think uh, I guess mm, I'm gonna pick Randall though Whoa,
2: <laughs> Whoa Okay.
1: I don't know I just <laughs> I just feel something about Randall okay <laughs> that's all
3: Jason go into the Corella story
2: I don't know I think it's a lot of this decision is going to play into how much people value the whole villain backstory uh-huh. and I think that in that the new Cruella movie that came out they did a very good job of kind of explaining her her fashion design um, background as Estella and hating Dalmatians because um, they were theoretically the reason why her stepmom died. It, there's a lot to say about whether or not people just want their villains to be evil just naturally or if they want them to have their own like little narrative backstory. So I think that'll play into this decision. But personally, I would pick Cruella.
0: Um, it is interesting though that both Randall and Cruella, the um, their backstories were established kind of in secondary movies Mm, you know mm -hmm. what I mean
3: Mm -hmm.
2: yeah they both have their own prequel of sorts
0: maybe it's more like maybe this speaks more to someone like Lady Tremaine who there's no backstory you don't get it like she stands on her own as this villain in this one you you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. I don't know something something to think about uh so Jason's taking Cruella Nia taking uh Randall Boggs Allison what, what what are you looking at Definitely Cruella. Oh. I'll go Randall Boggs too. (laughs) I know we're
1: both wrong. Yeah, you know,
0: we just, we, not only are we wrong, but it's like, (laughs) we like Pixar, of course, but we both, you and me specifically, really like Monsters, Inc. and we like Monsters University.
1: And we love Steve Buscemi. We love
0: Steve Buscemi. (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) The 12 seated Yzma from the Emperor's New Groove versus the 21 seated Governor Ratcliffe from Pocahontas. Nia, Yzma.
1: Listen, if you listen to the pod, then you know that my guilty pleasure is David Spade. I watch the Emperor's New Groove more than any other Disney movie, not a princess movie, more than any other Disney movie. Um, it's so funny. Uh, it's truly like it holds up, it's hilarious. Yzma is, like, just the circumstances around Yzma. Like, Yzma's not an idiot, but everyone around her is. And it's so fun. She's kind of like Hades in that way. Like, you know, how oh, he yeah. has pain and panic and, like, they can't do anything right. Kronk can't do anything right. Yzma's in the same position. I just, I think she is... And she's like played by the very iconic Eartha Kit. I just I think she has to take this over. I,
0: I don't know if living in the house with you is going to. Sh- it's it's like shading my pick on this, but I also think Yzma will be Governor Ratcliffe. I just feel like she's more in the culture. Yeah. And again, I don't know if that's because I live with you. So I see the movie like once a week, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, exposed.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Isma is going to win it for me. Because oh. Governor Radcliffe sucks. He just wants to destroy other people to find gold and have glory. He has a pug, which is the ugliest dog ever. <laughs> and he accidentally shoots John Smith. So, like, no.
0: Yzma all the way. Sub. Jason?
2: Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Yzma too. And I think that she's she's kind of misunderstood because... Cusco was really shitty to her, and yes. he, she kind of just honestly ran the show in that kingdom, and it wasn't so much about her being like inherently evil as much as Cusco just being like a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Um, I think that I think she's the better villain here.
1: Yes, I think she's a lot more nuanced than a lot of these villains on this list.
0: Okay, so we all have the matchup of Isma versus the five seated Maleficent. <sighs> You're shaking your head.
1: I know. I don't really know where to start. I think Maleficent is like really iconic. Yes. She has horns on her head. Okay. Like she's the ice queen, you know, like she is cold and calculated and I think people really like her.
0: Yeah, she iconic is exactly the right word.
1: Yeah but I think that movie's not great. If I have to be honest, if I have to be
3: honest.
2: <laughs> Shocked faces from the coons. Enter uh, the coon siblings into the chat. Okay,
3: I discuss. <laughs> Maleficent and Maleficent, Mistress of Evil are two of the best dark Disney films out there. And they make Maleficent just so much of a person and you can understand her and what she
0: does and yeah, it might we don't be care about that maleficent we're yes, talking we animated do. maleficent
1: no they're the same character <laughs> uh, see this is what i mean i will stand cl- in your own movie <laughs> i will clarify though that when i said the movie's not that good i did mean sleeping beauty
3: okay sorry about that no. yeah sleeping beauty <laughs> was very confusing i did rewatch that this week and whenever she comes in to throw her curse it's just like very like um okay why did you (laughs) do this but then whenever we understand why it's like okay like she is gonna lay down the law and she has the right to and let's let her fly yeah
1: i think it's taking maleficent
2: (laughs) i would agree in taking maleficent here too because i mean she has a lot of unprocessed trauma and that they go through this explanation in the two live action films of Stefan like King Stefan really betraying her and kind of causing her to have trust issues overall mm. and it puts a lot more value into the curse like Allison said that she places in Sleeping Beauty and instead of her just kind of entering the scene and be like hey take this curse you're now a ruined baby and you're gonna have the you're gonna touch a spindle whenever you grow up like mm. it gives a lot more definition to um, why all these actions yeah. occur.
0: I'll agree. I think Maleficent's going to win because of icon status. Nia?
1: Yeah, unfortunately. Wow. I love Yzma.
0: Okay, so uh, that gives us the finals for this region. Um, all of us have Maleficent versus on the Coons bracket, Corella DeVille, and in the Burbank bracket, Randall Boggs. <laughs> what are we thinking, Corella or Maleficent?
1: Yeah, I think you guys have a harder pick. I, I think I would go with Maleficent for me. And
0: you know I'm going El Pollo Loco mode. We're going Randall Boggs oh into the final God. four. Okay,
1: what do you guys have to say? <laughs> our, our votes are useless. This is the tougher matchup for you guys.
0: See, yeah. I just, I don't know. I think
2: Maleficent, I, like you kind of alluded to this, Nia, but she she just has such a an attaching persona. Like she's very confident yet very effortless about it. Um, she has like an elegance to her evil. And a lot of people gravitate towards that. And just in general, she kind of speaks in person, like the way her voice sounds. Oh. She's just, that's thats the best way I can describe it. So I think I think people are going to push Maleficent through this matchup.
3: Yeah, and also Angelina over Emma all the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: f- for sure.
1: For sure, not even a contest.
0: Uh, okay, so the left side of the bracket, the finals uh, or the final four matchup, uh, in our opinion, uh, will be the one-seeded Scar versus the five-seeded Maleficent. Except for me, it's going to be Scar versus Randy Box. Okay, we move on to the right side of the bracket. The matchups are as follows. The two-seeded Ursula will take on the winner of the 15 seated Mother Gothel versus the 18 seated Sean Yu. And the 7 seated Evil Queen will take on the winner of the 10 seated Captain Hook versus the 23 seated Hans. Mother- so there's
1: some tough matchups in this. Mother region.
0: Gothel versus Shan Yu. Nia?
1: I think that obviously this is going to be Mother Gothel. That's my opinion. Really? She's um, she's truly wicked. Um it's so hard. Like some of these villains are so personal, and then others are just like institutional bad actors, like Sean Yu or Governor Radcliffe. Like they're just, you know, like on the bad, on the wrong side of history, and they happen to be the leaders of the bad guys. You know what I mean? Where like yeah. Mother Gothel is like, uh, like horrid personally <laughs> to this poor baby, you know? I don't know. I think she's. I, I think it's Mother Gothel all the way. No contest. Wow.
2: Yeah, Mother Gothel is like the definition of a gaslighter. I mean, that song, mm. Mother Knows Best, and just trying to make Rapunzel feel guilty, like, oh, how could you do this to me? How could you leave the tower? I think a lot of people probably know gaslighters in their own lives, so mm. she she carries a lot of weight there.
3: Yeah, I agree. I would pick Mother Gothel and Sean Yu. He kind of sucks because he doesn't care about killing kids with holding the doll that always like stayed in my memory of being afraid because Mulan was one of my favorite movies growing up. But he gets killed as he's shot off with a firework. And that's cool. But yeah, he can be forgotten about.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna swerve and pick Sean Yu because he murdered a bunch of people in the movie. So, kind of feels I think, like
1: I think that's a fair pick, though I do.
0: Um, yeah. But do any of us think Mother Gothel or I certainly don't think Sean, you can be Ursula. Do you think Mother Gothel has a chance against Ursula? I
1: nope. honestly think this whole tournament is Ursula's to lose.
0: Whoa,
2: whoa, that is bold.
1: <laughs> but we'll, but we'll get there. No,
0: we're here now, <laughs> Ursula. Talk about yeah, we have her. arrived.
1: I think she is like she
0: she's the real evil queen
1: she's irresistible Mm. she's got such a such an iconic song yes poor unfortunate souls she is um she's like a fat woman who like all these other women on this list are these like thin beautiful evil like like women of i don't know like And she's just like loud and bold. And, you know, if you know the backstory behind the creation of the character, she's based on the drag queen divine. She Mm -hmm. just like is larger than life. And I think she's like an icon in a very different way. Like, I think a Mm. lot of these people are iconic. I think
0: she is Ursula is an icon. Oh, I like that. That's me.
2: (laughs) I I respect everything that you just said. Um, the poor, unfortunate soul is fantastic song in the movie, but I think it lost a lot of credibility in my head whenever the Jonas Brothers decided <laughs> to do a cover of it in like a 2003 Disney mania soundtrack. And that honestly ruined the song for me, but I'll try to move past that. And I would say as a character, <laughs> Ursula's better.
1: Yeah, don't let the Jonas Brothers cloud your judgment about <laughs> Ursula, the character. Uh-huh. Oh my God.
3: Yeah, Disney has a lot to <clears throat> show in the real-life action Little Mermaid, so oh, yeah. I'm interested to see how Ursula will be portrayed. I think that will kind of determine what I see more in Ursula.
0: True. Fair. Okay, we're all taking Ursula. Yes. Uh, the 10 seed, Captain Hook, versus the 23 seed, Hans. Hans is another kind of um, lotso in a way where he you don't know he's the villain till too late, Um it's Captain Hook for me all day. Yeah. This is hard.
1: Uh, I, I no, It's easy. I'd like to hear some other people's opinions before I make my choice.
3: Well, um. Hans just has nothing better to do than want to just take over power somewhere else more significant. Like, Hook had his hand cut off and fed to an alligator, and now he has to live the rest of his life dealing with that, and he can't even get on land. So it's like he has a lot to deal with and Hans can just go be somewhere else with yeah. his red hair. <laughs> Jason?
2: Honestly, I, I associate my connection to Captain Hook less on his presence in Peter Pan as I do his presence as a piano ballad creator in Shrek at the Poison Apple oh, Club. Yeah. <laughs> That, for some reason, that just always sticks out in my head. And he's honestly a pretty good singer, Loki. So I don't know. I think that that being said, I really like how in Frozen, they really dismantled the entire love at first sight narrative um, yeah. that's so common in prior Disney films. So I think that that in itself is very cool about Hans's presence. So I, I would take him in this matchup.
1: Yeah. Wow. I, th- I think that... Um think I'm also going to take Hans.
0: Wow. So uh, Allison and I have Captain Hook versus the Evil Queen. Nia and Jason have Hans versus the Evil Queen. How are we feeling about the <laughs> Evil Queen?
1: My brother, the Evil Queen is his favorite villain. And when he was a child and uh, he used to dress up like her around the house and you know how she like turns around like with her cape with her hands up in the air. He like used <laughs> to do that. Um, he loves her. I-, I think she's such a good villain. And especially like for the first Disney movie. I mean, I know they didn't write the story, but like she's great. Like right out of the gate, they have this awesome villain. And she stood the test of time. That yeah. movie's going to be a hundred years old in the next, you know, 15 years. So it it's, I don't know. She's, she is, she is great um
0: and her as a witch is truly terrifying
1: yeah she has like a tra- a big transformation um I, but i don't know i don't know who to pick just yet what what is it that's, a, that's a
2: good point Nia. i think that she's one of the few or maybe the only character on this list that undergoes like a full transformation in terms mm-hmm. of her appearance into the scraggly old woman so that's that's an important factor here
3: But whenever you think of evil Disney objects, what is the first thing that comes to mind?
1: Poison apple.
3: A poisonous apple. Yeah. So I think she is iconic and she is my mother's favorite Disney villain. And her explanation of just her being like a witch and the magic mirror. I think she has a lot to her that makes her evil, scary. And I like her.
0: I was going to vote. I was going to predict Captain Hook and just kind of ride my goofy guys all the way to the finals. But um, hearing everyone's arguments, I'm just like, yeah, nothing, uh, there is nothing scarier to me than her as the witch.
1: Yeah, I don't know if anybody knows this. I'm sure we said it on okay. the Disney Parks episode. Okay, okay. Trent is afraid of dark rides. Like he doesn't like to go on the dark rides at Disneyland. I don't Disneyland. like to get
0: spooked. <laughs> I don't like when shit jumps at me from around a corner.
1: So whenever we go That's on- not cool. Snow White's and Chin, uh, Snow White's Wish, I can't remember what it's called here, or uh, Pinocchio's- Scary
3: Adventures. D-
1: Pinocchio's Daring Adventure, Snow White's- Scary. In Disneyland, it's called like Snow White's Enchanted Wish or something. It's called something oh. different, but
0: well, I'm officially taking the Evil Queen over Trent, Captain Hook.
1: Trent tried to end my story. because He doesn't <laughs> want me to expose him. He You've already been exposed. he like clo- he like puts his head down and closes his eyes and like holds onto my arm. <laughs> it's very sweet, but she is scary in that ride. I'm gonna take the Evil Queen too. Okay,
2: <laughs> see, I. I support all these arguments about the evil queen, but I just think that the recency bias of Rosen is gonna take Hans on to the wow. next round as well.
1: I think that's a fa- I think that's fair. I think
0: you're totally wrong. But we'll see. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Allison?
3: She's evil queen. Evil Queen.
0: Oh, yes, of course. Well, okay, so this gives us a very tough matchup of Ursula versus the evil queen, except Jason, who has the tough matchup of Ursula versus Hans. Yeah. Mia, we'll start with you.
1: Well, I think I think my vote goes without saying it's going to Ursula for me.
0: Of course. Allison?
3: It's going to go to Evil Queen for me, and wow. I respect both of them, Ursula and Evil Queen, like they're baddies. But I also want to also include The Descendants, which is a really good series that Disney created. And I think that Evie is much cooler than Uma. And I'm going to pick Evil Queen because of that.
0: Wow.
2: Jason? That was, that was a very critical point to bring up. We, we've forgotten to talk about the Descendants franchise, which is created by the same uh, movie director as High School Musical. So if you haven't seen the Descendants <laughs> film, go watch them. They're great. Um, but I'm going to continue riding my Hans wave.
0: Oh, I'm my I it. love it. Ooh, I love it. Okay. <laughs> That's some Trent picking right there. Um, I'm really torn because I'm terrified of the Evil Queen, but I feel like the people <laughs> will vote Ursula through. And in the end, I got to remember that I'm not picking for myself. Yeah. I'm predicting what the attorneys are going to do.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm going to predict Ursula. Okay. Uh, finally. The lower right-hand side of the bracket. The matchups are as follows: the three seed Jafar will take on the winner of the fourteen seated Sher Khan versus the nineteen seated Sid Phillips, and the six seated Gaston will take on the winner of the eleven seated Doctor Facilier versus the twenty-two seated Queen of Hearts. We start with Sher Khan and Sid. It's Pixar bias. I can admit it. I think it's Sid. He blows up things for fun. He's a psychopath, legit psychopath.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I think it's hard to tell who the villain is in the jungle book. Like, because there obviously is Shere Khan, but then Ka is the snake who yeah. was on, who got cut from this mm-hmm. tournament. Also evil is evil. And then also like King Louie is, I wouldn't, I don't know if he's evil, but he's not good. He's
0: got a great song. He's
1: not, he's got a great song. <laughs> so I just think that like, I don't know. The fields too spread in the Jungle Book. I oh. think Sid is obviously a better villain than mm. Shere Khan. Yeah, I, I think love that... the Jungle
3: Book. Maybe. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I mean,
2: <laughs> besides the point. Yeah, Jungle Book is a very good. That was one of the very few, in my opinion, quality live action films that Disney oh. had was the Jungle Book. Um, but as far as Sid, I think. Genuinely, everybody knew a Sid growing up. Like yeah. there was always that kid in your first grade class who he was the one who ate glue. Like he drew scary cartoons on other kids' notebooks. He he was goth before it was an age that being goth was like socially comprehensible.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> he was the reason why kids got minutes off their recess. Like just an overall menace. So I think that people will resonate with Sid, and I think he'll win this matchup.
0: Allison?
3: No, Sid is just annoying. Like, we wouldn't have um, Mowgli if Shere Khan didn't murder his parents and he was just right. off in the wild. So, Shere Khan.
0: Whoa. Wow. Okay. Uh, okay, so that gives us Shere Khan versus Jafar for um, Allison, and the rest of us have Jafar versus Sid Phillips. Jafar is another one to me who similar to ursula i would put him as an icon mm. mm-hmm. and he's got um uh iago, iago. Oh, oh, r.i.p yes <laughs> i i i'm i i obviously love sid um but I, i'm taking i'm personally taking jafar
1: anybody else want to
2: yeah i'll Hi. take jafar but i think allison has more um pertinent thoughts about this case <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay, so if we're talking about sexiest villain, it's gonna have to go to Jafar. He <laughs> was my sexual awakening. Oh my awakening. god. That's oh
0: my, my god. Allison, okay, she Jafar. did.
1: I literally forgot weeks ago when I shared this bracket. You said that you had a hot awakening take, and I forgot until right this second. Continue.
3: Yeah, like the dark hair, the dark skin, the beard what he did to Jasmine. I don't know. It just made me feel a certain way. Aladdin's my favorite movie of Disney princesses. Jasmine's my favorite princess. Yeah. And yeah, Jafar, he just captivated me.
2: Are you okay?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I know other people that can relate to having a Disney cartoon man crush of my friends who are not obsessed with Disney. So I rest my
0: case. Mia, you're the last one. We have, we've all got Jafar.
3: I
1: okay. I don't feel that way about Jafar. Um, I I think that he, I don't know. He's always kind of struck me as a little bumbly. Like I don't know why he couldn't secure the bag. Like for how evil he is and how he acts. Like I'm shocked he failed. You know, like, yeah. I, and I know he's supposed to fail, and our heroes are supposed to succeed. But like. I don't know. He's kind of, Scar and Jafar are very similar to me. Like they both are like have power, but like are still somehow complaining about it. Like Jafar has a lot more power than Scar does, but like they're both like a part of the Royal family and they're both still like, it's not enough, which is like annoying to me. Um, Honestly, I think I'm going to pick Sid. Oh yeah.
0: Oh (laughs)
1: By Bye, Jafar.
0: <laughs> okay, so then we have the 11 seated Doctor Facilier versus the 22 seated Queen of Hearts.
1: This is a good one. I think this is a good matchup. Um, I think Doctor Facilier is like he's also kind of a pawn villain because he's mm-hmm. like the pawn of I don't know whoever the King of the like Satan or you know Hades or whatever. Um, he's evil and i think that who plays him keith david
0: oh i think it's keith david sound, it definitely sounds like him
1: um i i love i really love the princess and the frog i love the music in it and i think um he he's such a prominent villain in an era of disney when like we don't have a lot of prominent villains um mm. and so That's i think that he, he really sticks out to me queen of hearts like I think she's, you know, gotten so much more character backstory. Like she's if you watch the 1951 Alice in Wonderland, like she's barely in it. Like it's she's nobody. She's just playing croquet and like yelling and that's Freaking it. Out, yeah. Um so I think I'm going to say Dr. Facilier I, or I maybe I would pick him, but I think that people a lot of more people know the Queen of Hearts mm. than they do Dr. <clears throat> Facilier. So I, um, I don't know what does everybody else think before I make a decision.
0: I agree with all of that. I feel like I don't have my finger on the pulse of this matchup, maybe more mm-hmm. than any other one we've come across so far. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I like the way. So, if we're gonna be talking live actions again, I like the way that Helena Bonham Carter. She's she's an incredible actress. She portrayed the Queen of Hearts really well in those Tim Burton films. But I think of this full bracket, Doctor Facilier is my favorite character and just his general energy and like Nia was saying, Princess and the Frog is a very underrated film that kind of came out at the the tail end um, of Disney's 2D animation style. So he sometimes gets forgotten about. Yeah. Um, But again, in terms of music, like Friends on the Other Side, is a very good jazz feature villain song that narrates a very critical scene of the movie. And I think, I don't know he has a lot going for him that would in my opinion pull him through this matchup
0: finally someone brave enough to make a pick
3: (laughs) yes I also am going to go with Dr. Facilier because I love voodoo shit and I want to go to New Orleans so bad still Um, Queen of Hearts kind of freaks me out I really didn't like her in the Tim Burton film with her head like the whole big head thing freaks me out she's just creepy to me so she loses everything with that (laughs) i'll take
1: dr facilier
0: i'll go queen of hearts just to be different
3: i think there's a case though
1: for queen of hearts just like because i don't think a lot of people love and appreciate yeah um i mean i didn't watch it the frog
0: i didn't watch it until last year two years ago
1: that's the first time i'd seen it too like a couple of years ago
0: and it was it is really good and Quite frankly, the news that they were turning um,
1: Splash Mountain Mountain into
0: Princess and the Frog themed is like truly very exciting. Mm -hmm. It just, it it lends itself perfectly and I think it's gonna be very cool when Mm -hmm. it's completed. I agree. Uh, Okay, so uh, everybody except for me has uh, Dr. Facilier versus the six-seated Gaston. I'm telling you right now, I'm taking Gaston. (laughs) No one votes like Trent for Gaston.
1: (laughs) You guys have something to say about Gaston? I I don't know. I don't
2: know. With Gaston, I he gives me more bully energy than villain energy, and I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, he has very villainous actions in the movie with Beast, but I think. In terms of overall characterization, he's more of just kind of an arrogant, pompous type person than like an evil villain per se. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm going to pull Dr. Facilier through this one.
3: Yeah, I also am going to do Dr. Facilier because Gaston is that try-hard guy that never wants to give up even though you keep telling him bye. Mm. And he is so mean to Lafu, and I love Lafu. So... Nope, canceled.
0: I pity Lafoo.
1: Canceled. Haha. Ha. Um I, I agree that Dr. Facilier is a better villain. But I I have to pick Gaston as my official pick. Um Beauty and the Beast was nominated for an Oscar. Uh, like it people know this movie and people Gaston has a really good song. Yeah. And um I think people love to hate him. Like you know, he's really hunky. And so like, I think people like, oh yeah, what a hunk. Love to hate, like, I respect Allison's kink for Jafar, Mm. but I think probably like if, you know, a lot of little girls probably found Gaston to be- They prefer a
0: thick meatball. Or little
1: boys. Yeah, like a lot of little kids were probably like, Uh oh Gaston. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, I personally, (laughs) I can see the attraction to Gaston more than I can see it to Jafar. I'll, I'll say that. Uh, okay, so
1: but we respect everyone. We respect. We respect. <laughs> we Whoever still support you, Allison, <laughs> Uh
0: What's what's the place that Aladdin's in? Agrabah. Yes. Okay, this is the Agrabah region.
1: What if I, can I yep. amend? Can it be the Cave of Wonders?
0: Oh yeah, that's way better. Oh,
2: of course. This, this is the Cave of Wonders.
3: No. <laughs> <Okay, laughs> <so>, yeah <laughs>
0: So our finals matchup in the Cave of Wonders region uh, is as follows. Nia has the 19-seeded Sid versus the six-seeded Gaston.
1: Oh, I can't believe I did that. (laughs) I
0: I have Gaston versus Jafar. Uh, Allison and Jason both have Dr. Facilier versus Jafar. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. I did it right. Uh, so Nia, I'm assuming you're taking Gaston over Sid.
1: Wow. I can't believe I got myself into this. What's funny is if I did pick Jafar, I'd pick Jafar over Gaston, but I didn't do that. And what's really
0: funny is I'm about to literally pick Gaston over Jafar. Interesting. I like a thick meat boy, baby.
1: I think that, uh.
0: Perfect justification. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Thank you. You know what? I'm going to pick Sid. (laughs) Wow. Yes, We love it. We love it. He's so terrible.
2: <laughs> Jason, wow. we'll go to you. Oh my God. I think, I don't know. I trust your attorneys at Pod. I trust them to have like educated themselves on no. recent don't underrated Disney them. films.
0: Do not trust them. I don't them.
2: know. Even Allison's shaking your head though. <laughs> I just, I, I have faith that they understand the significance of Dr. Facilier. I knew it, and, I knew it. Amazing character. So I, I'm pulling them through this matchup too.
0: Wow.
1: I hope you're right, honestly.
0: Okay. Allison, Jafar, Dr. Facilier.
1: Oh, (laughs) Oh, no. Gross. (laughs) Wow. So we all
0: four have a different winner of the Cave of Wonders region.
3: I love that. How fun. Oh, my
0: gosh. Okay. So here we are. The final four. Okay. Nia has a final four of, on the left side, Scar versus Ursula. No, that's not right. No, Scar versus Maleficent. <laughs> and on the right side of the bracket, Nia has Ursula versus Sid. <laughs> Jason's final four is on the left side, Scar versus uh, Maleficent. And then uh, on the right side, Jason has... Wow, this is a wild one. Is that right? What am I... What am I looking at? Oh, 23. Okay. Hans versus Dr. Facilier is Jason's right side final four. <laughs> uh Allison's final four is on the left side scar versus the five seed maleficent. And on the right side, Allison has Jafar versus Oh, who Evil have? Queen. Evil Queen. And then I have on the left side scar versus uh Who's Oh Randall and <laughs> um, uh, Gaston versus uh, <laughs> Ursula? Yeah, that's right. Holy cannoli! Okay, I, listen, what I've written here is all chicken scratch, and it's I can all read code. it in time.
1: Yeah, but. it's all code.
0: Um, holy cow! All right, well, we'll start on the left side of the bracket where we all have Scar. Yeah, and then everybody has Maleficent except for me. Randall Boggs versus Scar. I'm taking Scar. I had a fun run with Randall Boggs, but Scar, I'll (laughs) see you in the finals.
1: Okay. Jason?
2: Oh man. This, again, I think very, very iconic Disney villains, but you just, you see Maleficent portrayed as kind of the leader in a lot of like collective Disney villain efforts, like Mm, in shows, in the parks, and in video games, stuff like that. Maleficent always seems like she's kind of the leader of the pack. So I'm going to take her in this matchup. Okay.
3: Hmm. I agree. Maleficent's presence in the world, like before as Disney princesses growing up, she was always a scary one. She's still on top with these wonderful movies that Disney created for the real life Maleficent. So she's going forward for me
0: i'm gonna pick scar wow any reasoning why you go scar over maleficent
3: i just think
1: more people like the lion king even if i i don't know if i would pick i think i would vote for maleficent but i think that's not how people are gonna vote
0: wow
1: so i'm picking scar
0: okay and our right side of the bracket matchups nia go ahead and start us off
1: ursula versus sid right it's ursula no contest (laughs) That's me okay Al
3: um, yeah we're gonna go with Jafar
0: <laughs> any reasoning you're, kidding me? you're taking Jafar into the championship what
3: yes I mean evil Queen is iconic she had her apple but Jafar has like a whole cave he deals with the genie. He has a mesmerizing quality, not only to the people in the movie, but watchers. People outside of the film. (laughs) So I think Jafar is gonna be on top for a lot of people. And maybe (laughs) people want that.
0: Maybe people want
2: Jafar on top. Is this is this podcast ready to (laughs) explicit? It is this week.
1: Jason you're taking Facilier right or no
2: I think I'm gonna continue this this Han tsunami oh my goodness I just I absolutely love I love the love at first sight narrative being dismantled because I think that created a lot of unrealistic expectations for Disney viewers and Disney children growing up and all that and I think that's one of the reasons why Frozen became so popular is that it really changed how people perceived princess movies and what would be the, the themes and lessons to learn from them. So I think Hans is going into the championship.
0: Wow. I would, um, I would love to take on over Ursula, but I think that people will vote for Ursula. So I have a finals matchup of a boring one seed versus two seed, Scar versus Ursula. Allison has the little hottie Jafar versus Maleficent. Nia also has Scar versus Ursula and Jason has Maleficent versus Hans. Unreal, Unreal. Okay. Who does everybody think is the ultimate Disney villain?
1: I feel like I spoil <laughs> I feel like I spoiled my thing early. So I'm gonna get mine out of the way. I think Ursula is gonna win this tournament. I'd like to now go to Allison because she is holding up an object oh. for those of you who can't see.
3: Yes, even though Jafar has my heart, Maleficent is my girl crush for a good reason. She's powerful. She has a reason to have trauma in her life that she wants to break free of. And she leads the people of her kingdom to greatness in the real movies. If you haven't watched the real movies, watch them this week. See what I mean. Get back to me, but Maleficent's gonna win this one.
0: Wow! All right, Jason, are you gonna complete the ultimate Hans tsunami?
2: I am sad to say that I think that the Hans run ends here.
0: Wow! I'm gonna I'm gonna have
2: to take Maleficent to win it all. She just she has too much of an overarching influence over Disney villain lore. And I think just like I said before, in the parks and resorts and all the shows that you see there. It's Maleficent, and she's she always seems like she's on top of everything. So, I think she's the winner.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's fair. So we got two Maleficents and an Ursula and, and a Scar. I haven't made my choice. Oh
1: yes, yeah. sorry.
0: A lot of good points were made about Ursula, and I will pick Ursula. For Whoa!
1: That uh, Whoa!
0: So it is. It is a house divided. The Burbank side of the bracket thinks Ursula will win. Meanwhile, the Coon siblings in Florida think Maleficent will win. But the true question is, what do the people think? What do the attorneys think? If you want to vote, these are the days of doing it. The play-in round, voting for that will take place on Monday, May 16th. The opening round, or the official opening round, will then take place on Tuesday, uh, May 17th. The quarterfinal voting will be on Wednesday, May 18th. The semifinal voting will be on Thursday, uh, May 19th. And then finals voting will take place over two days. It will be Friday, May 20th, and Saturday. May 21st, voting will close every day at um 10 p.m. Pacific. If you want to vote, we would love that. We need your votes. Obviously, we all have votes, but Nia and I don't use them. Coon Siblings, you're more than welcome to continue voting this week, of course. Um, if you would like Bye. to vote, there is a link to the poll in the notes of this episode of the podcast. Or you can visit our social media at the tourney pod. We post the link to vote there every day. Or finally you can go to the try slash the dash pod. That's our webpage. There's a vote now button. You click on that and that'll take you to the voting. Um, wow. I think that's it.
1: Any, any final thoughts from either of you?
3: I'm just really excited to see what people consider yeah the qualities of a good villain because this is a really good category that I don't think compares to anything you guys have done before because it's breaking down a character and we all we know most of these people from growing up so it's like who did we hold on to who did we continue to see in our lives and transform. So I'm really interested to see. I'm gonna hold off on voting on this one. Wow. And I'm gonna probably freak out in the group chat this week throughout <laughs> the week. And I'm excited for that. Let's go.
1: Yes, our group chat. See, I think
2: I think what Allison really cares about is learning what other people's sexual awakenings were in yeah. these Disney films.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you want to share supported- your sexual awakening, slide into the DMs of the pod. <laughs>
2: I just, I want to see if the attorneys at Pod are willing to enter a Hans train or oh, willing right. to enter a Dr. Facilier train. We'll, we'll yeah. see how this all plays out. I don't know. But I like Allison was saying, this is all so subjective and how people define what makes a good villain. And yeah. I'm excited. This is
0: going to be fun. This is definitely, like I said, one of the most subjective tournaments we've done yet. hmm it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I'm very
1: excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm honestly, I think Dr. Facilier is probably who I'm most excited to
0: see. See if the people respect.
1: Because I think he's so good, but I just don't know who's seen the movie.
0: Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah. Um, all right, that's it then. That's it. Visit thetridonnetwork.com for more information on all of the Trident Network's other podcasts and shows and videos. We're back next Monday with the uh, results and the Coon siblings. Hey! Uh, Thanks everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks everybody for joining us on this journey called tourney. And remember, may the the thing thing with the the most votes 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 win! Thanks for listening to the Tournament Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. A five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Tourney Pod. You can email us at thetournamentpodcast at gmail.com, or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. The Tournament Podcast is a part of The Trident Network. To learn more about The Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to The Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The tournament podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in Monday to find out who won our best Disney villain tournament.